How is your relationship with work? Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. HP has a new survey out that takes a look at our relationships with work. And joining us is HP GM and Global Head of Commercial Systems, Andy Rhodes. Hi, Andy. Hi. Great to see you. And this is called the Work Relationship Index. And the headline is Expectations of Work Have Changed where and how work happens. Give us a, an overview here. Yeah, sure. Um, number one, great uh, great to be with you and, and thanks for the opportunity. I think if you think about it, like, you know, we've gone through, you know, a uh, crazy time with COVID and there's a huge amount of conversation around hybrid work and it's very centered around where people work. We wanted to explore, you know, much more about not just where, but how and this relationship between employees and their companies, um, and so that's why we've 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 come up with this uh, work relationship index, is to really go off and figure out what is the the more broad and holistic view of how people feel about their work, their life, the the companies they work for, and um, and and you know and how they just feel about the whole thing. And it's really interesting because some of the findings show that the actual relationship they have, the happiness index, is actually relatively low. And there's a huge correlation between how happy people are at work and how productive they are and how long they're going to stay in a company and uh, and therefore, you know, the cost and the productivity of that, uh, of that, of that organization. Well, I think the figure that you found was like 27% of knowledge workers have a healthy relationship with work. That's, that's pretty low. It, it 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 is it's, it's 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 very low. And then the other thing to really think about is actually the leaders in those organizations actually perceive their employees to be way happier. So there's also a big gap between employees and how happy they are telling us they are, and their leaders who think that they are way way more happy. So there is this big disconnect. And I'm a great believer that sometimes you need to understand that you have a problem first before you go fix that problem. So one of the things that this index really exposes to, you know, a lot of, uh, of different companies and leaders in those companies is there is a problem in the world of this disconnect between the happiness of people and what people think that their employees are. And I think you I found think it, it often can't be solved with more money. Tell me about that. Yeah, that's another interesting fact is what the index says is there's really six major areas that employees are telling us drives the healthy relationship with them and their work environments. And one of those is fulfillment. Are they fulfilled in their job? Do they have the right purpose? Do they feel the company they work for has purpose in the community and the world that they live in? And is their role within that also uh, meaningful? The second that they that, that we found was that the way that leaders behave, business leaders behave, um, creating this emotional link um, between employees and their managers is also very related to how happy they are at work, which you know is probably self-evident, but comes out as a very, very high uh, indicator. And that's also with the people centricity of the company. Do we treat people with respect? Um, do they feel part of the organization, the community? 
Do they have flexibility, autonomy? Do they have work-life balance? That is incredibly important. Another is, are companies teaching their employees new, uh, new skills to be successful in the future? <laughs> and so actually, happiness comes and says, hey, is my employer investing in me and my future by building modern skill sets, whether it's around AI or other things? Um, am I learning on the job? The fifth, and we've known this one for a while at HP, is the tools that you give them, especially technology. If people don't have the right technology today, they feel they cannot be successful in their jobs. And if they don't feel they're going to be successful, then again, they're not happy. And the last, and this is the one I think that, that many of us have been talking about over the last you know, year and a half since COVID, is around the workspace itself. Can people be a hybrid? Are they forced back into the office? Are they being told only to work from home? In each of those different uh, environments, do they have the right ability to be heard, to be seen, to, um, to be able to contribute at their best? And so workspace, where people work, is also a huge, huge indicator of the happiness index that they have. And this can really take a toll. I think you found something like more than half 55% of the employees struggle with their self-worth and mental health. 45% say relationships with friends and family have suffered. And almost 60% say they're too drained to pursue personal passions. I guess after work. Yeah, and that's, if you, when, you, when you say it like that, Fred, it's, it's somewhat depressing because, you know, I think if you have a great relationship with your, with your work and with your company, that should be the reverse. Modern companies that thrive are the ones that show this emotional leadership that are encouraging their employees to get these life skills, to have this balance, to pursue passions both within the company and outside. It brings so much back to the to the organization. Um, but it also has a cost. Mental, mental health issues, well-being, it has a cost on organizations. If people leave for you know absences, then you have to get temporary people in. Um, you have to recruit new people, and so what this this index exposes is a need to really look after the well-being and welfare of employees, and they don't feel that as a community of leaders across the world. And this is fifteen thousand plus you know people that we surveyed and interviewed. They don't feel we as leaders in businesses are doing a good job to help them right now. And. It is expensive for companies to train a new employee, to uh, try to cultivate some sense of loyalty. It's not easily done today, is it? It's not. And and, and the index doesn't go into the, the actual details behind that. But you're right, Fred. I mean, you know, um, to to employ new people, you have to go do searches. You know, you have to bring them into the, the organization. There's always a ramp up time. There's a burden on, on other employees to do that. There's an erosion of culture. You know, in many of this, you know, it comes back to the culture of the organization. Um, you have to assimilate people into that culture. You have to continue to build to build that culture. Now, bringing new people in, uh, especially diverse, um, you know, talent, diverse diversity of thought, diversity of people also creates value to organizations. But if you have a huge you know, turnover of labor, then that does absolutely impact your costs, but also the culture that, that, that you're creating. 
Tell me a, a bit about uh, why HP is, is looking at this issue and, and publishing this. Yeah, sure. Great question. Well, number one, I'd say that, you know, HP's foundation 80 years ago when we were founded by Bill and Dave um, Hewlett and Packard, um, it was a very, very, you know, um, we had, we started with this philosophy around employees thriving in our organization. A lot of the modern work practices, open door policies, um, getting employees to, to really see work as a community, a place to thrive, um, comes back to their philosophies 80 years ago. So it's sort of dear and near, near to our heart. The second is, um, you know, we're a large employer ourselves. You know, we do a lot of employee um, satisfaction surveys and, and, and um, you know, understand how our people are feeling. So we can use a lot of this internally. But also we have deep connections with our customers. And although this is way beyond technology, any technology conversation today, you know, starts with people. You know, I mean, if you're using PCs or if you're using printers, if you're using... Um, you know, our new conferencing equipment, webcams, headsets, these are still about people and they're about people interacting with technology. Um, and so we have a very, very, uh, I think, deep relationship with our customers. We wanted them to, sh to show them that, um, um, that their ability to make their customers, their, their employees, sorry, happy goes beyond just the tech. And so we're, we're, we want to make sure that our customers thrive as well. And by sharing this index and sharing this knowledge, we feel that we can give them a, a leg up and the ability to take this, this research um, and look at their own organizations and see how they can improve. Terrific. Where can people go for more information? Um, I think we're publishing a lot of this um, on our web. So if you visit hp.com, um, then there will be links on hp.com to the index itself. Terrific and uh, very innovative doing this. Uh, thank you for spending time with us, Andy. Yeah, thanks, Fred. We appreciate the opportunity.